My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine about to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag Right, family, what's going on? We got another Rant Friday You know how we do I have to come on and speak my mind, right? I have to speak my mind But I also like to help out while I'm speaking my mind, right? I want to do some things that, or... I guess while I'm speaking my mind, let me see who I can help, right? That's the way I think about things. So on today's Rant Friday, I, I'm just, I'm a little pissed. Kind of like the Rant Friday I did when I spent $30,000 on this machine and the people didn't even get it to me. I'm a little pissed about this. Um, and it's due to my passion. It's due my, I like to, I really like to help people. That's something I've always, whether I was a trainer and I was helping you to become more healthier, whether it's even now with STB, get to the bag where I'm helping you make more money or just getting your mind right enough to make more money. I've always wanted to help people. That's that's something I absolutely love. Right. What's up, TC? So doing this live rant Friday, because, of course, we're doing it live and I'm filming so or I'm recording, excuse me. So you you'll see I have my mic right here. So I just want to let y'all know that. Speaking of, we're gonna be putting these rant Fridays on the podcast. Right? On the podcast. The reason why is because some of these rant Fridays are gonna have those questions that you all are asking me to talk about. Hey, Tay, can you cover this? Can you do a topic on this? Can you, you know, answer this question? A lot of you all are going to want me to answer questions, right? So for those of you who do have those questions, how are you going to get the question to me? Don't DM me on Instagram. Don't DM me on Facebook. Don't email me. The best way to do it is to go to the podcast, right? Go to the podcast. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, or whatever tickles your fancy, right? You can go to one of those, leave a five-star review. And in that five-star review comment, I want you to also put, you know what I want. Your question or topic, whatever topic or question you want, right? Family said the podcast is fire. Thank you, baby. I appreciate that. So this is something that we're going to be doing, you know, often. I'm going to be going live more in my Facebook group only because it's just our people. It's just us. It's just the people who are really hungry for the knowledge. It's just the people who are here to learn. It's just the people who are here to grow. I don't have to worry about some idiot who's in his mom's basement getting on Instagram live and talking shit. Right. So that's why we're going to be doing more Facebook groups, uh, lives in the Facebook group, because I just want to make sure that it's just us so I can actually talk freely and get it out. Right. So um, I appreciate everybody. First of all, before we get started, I appreciate everybody who did leave a five star review already. I'm going through those comments already and we're about to get things cracking. All right. So what am I ranting about today? You complaining as MFs. <laughs> no, seriously, hear me out. What am I ranting about today is the people who complain before they even tried. Right. Like, seriously, like, think about this. You all know one of my favorite things, one of my favorite things to say, one of my favorite quotes is to control the controllables. If you have control over it, then control it. 
don't complain to me. Don't complain to me. Control it first or at least try to. So I give you some great examples of what I'm talking about and how we can actually hopefully change these things. Right. So you don't have to complain about them. Number one, you've ever heard someone complain about their weight. And this is not fat bashing or, or you know, bad or what, what do they call it? Uh, fat shaming. This is not fat shaming. Uh, keep in mind, shit, I got fat genetics. I, I can gain 40 pounds in a month. So it, <laughs> I'm fat, too, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but I understand that I'm fat because I'm not controlling the controllables. Right. I'm not controlling the controllables. So for me, when I hear someone complain about their weight and then I'm watching them. I'm watching them eat. I mean, three, four thousand calories a day and not work out. And I'm like, well, of course you don't like your weight because you're not doing anything about it. And as a matter of fact, when you're not doing anything about it, then yes, you're probably not going to like the result of something you're not doing anything about. Right. Think about that. Same thing. Somebody said, Tay, are you really selling a Lambo? We're going to talk about that. Let's let's dive into it now, because that's going to easily help me to get into my my topic and what I'm actually talking about. Control the controllables. Right. So financially, I had a lot of people. Hey, I don't really have it. I don't have any money. I'm broke. Broke, nigga. I'm broke. I remember the, (laughs) the Dave Chappelle. I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. Yeah, but what are you doing about it? What are you what's something that you can control that's actually helping you either go away from being broke or helping you stay broke? Right. Helping you stay broke. So. A lot of people who are broke or a lot of people who don't have things together, I guarantee you the shoes are off. Oh, I got on two hundred dollar shoes. Oh, I'm going on vacation. Oh, I got a thousand dollar iPhone. Right. That's right. Erica facts. Don't bring me problems unless you come with a solution. Right. And often they're not really looking for a solution. It's just like open complaining. That's what I don't like about it. It's open complaining. Right. So for me, instead of open complaining, it's like, hey, what can I do before I get here? Can I? Can I go Google some stuff? Right. Seriously, that's right. Taking ownership of and change the narrative. Right. It's about accountability. Did I put myself in this fucked up situation? (laughs) Right. And if so, what can I do to get out? So to get back to selling a Lambo, that's on the table. That's on the table. Why? 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 Why would you sell your Lambo? Well, I'm actually doing this as a teacher and role model and showing how I expect you to move. Right. How I expect you to move. So (laughs) just tell a joke to you at this point, it's pointless. They're not listening. They're not paying attention. They ain't trying to hear you. (laughs) So why would I sell my Lambo? Because I know y'all are watching and I want you to see, hey, man, if this mother at the top of the mountain is willing to do those things, 
what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing? Why, if I want to get up there, I got to do what he's doing and people like him are doing. So, no, I don't get tied to any objects. Everything can go, especially if it's for profit, which my Lambo would be a 600% return on my profit, right? I'm cool with that. Now, here's the thing. I want you to look at me and say, man, I'm going to do that on a smaller level because stocks are cheap right now. Right. Stocks are cheap, cheap, cheap. Many of them are like on sale. Zoom beyond super fucking cheap. Right. Companies that I've done my due diligence and I know are coming back. I know are going to come back with a fucking vengeance. Right. Let me look at my watch list right here. Facebook's cheap. Square. That's one of the plays we had in in, uh, small account challenge. We just made some good money on that. Uh, Also on STV. We just made some good money on that. Um we got some plays. I'll just say that. We got some plays. AMD. I mean, we. I could keep going. A lot of this shit is cheap right now. So, for me, it's like, hey, what we want to do? You want to keep driving your Lambo and let this shit just fade away? Or, the Rolls is already sold. The, Ro- the Rolls Royce is already sold. Lambo's next, right? And I'm not going to lie. I'm human. I'm human. So uh, as I'm even considering selling a Lambo, I'm like, mm, it's my baby. However, however, if I sell the Lambo for a million dollars, let's just say I don't even get a million. Let's say somebody's like, man, we can't get you a million. We'll take we'll take we'll get nine hundred thousand. How about that? Right. With the plays that we have in play right now, the calls that I've given in the small account challenge, the calls I've given in get to the bag the calls i've given and secure the bag let me tell you something in a year or two nine hundred thousand dollars will turn to hmm i don't know five to ten million so even if i'm super tied to this lambo or whatever the fuck y'all are tied to out there even if i'm tied to the lambo why not get rid of it for, I mean, get rid of it for a couple years. I don't even think it's going to take a couple years. Couple years, right? Turn the 900,000, and that's not including what I got for the rolls. Turn 900,000 into 5, 10 million. Let's just say it's only 5 million. Let's say we just fall short. 5 million, right? You pull out 5 million. That's a total of almost six million dollars because you had nine hundred. You got a profit of five. That's almost six. That's five point eight million dollars. Right. That's right. Family said, bro, you can always get another Lambo. Thank you. Because if mine is worth a million now, let's just say it continues to go up in price and it goes to one point five. If I pull in five million, I have now five point eight. I gladly give you the one point five. That was the that that extra 500 K that is going to cost me to buy my Lambo back. It's totally worth it to pull in another five million dollars. Right. You see how this works. Now, I'm saying this because some of you all 
drive challengers you can't afford mercedes you can't afford srt you see what i'm saying all of these challengers and uh, what's the other one chargers the hemis the hellcats the bmws some of y'all, you barely got into a fucking 3 Series BMW. You couldn't afford it. You probably don't need it. You probably should have your ass in a 10-year-old Toyota. But instead, you out here flossing. Right? Instead, you're out here doing the wrong things. Message. Right? That's right. Liability to an asset. Now, me personally, my cars were not liabilities. <laughs> while I were dri- while I was driving them, they were going up in value, and that has to do to two things: one, the supply versus the demand. Right? There's not a supply. They don't make a lot of Rolls Royce. They don't make a lot of my type of Lamborghini. So the the supply is low. The demand is high. But also inflation. Inflation is making a lot of people's cars a lot higher in value just because of inflation. Right? So that being said. Man, I'm trying. That's right, family. Nuggets, right? Because I want you all to learn this game. I want you to learn this game. Family said, what cars are considered an asset? Anything that's going to make you some money, right? If you buy it and then you can sell it for more than you paid for it, that is considered an asset. An asset is anything that puts money into your pocket. That's it, right? But that's but see, these are different worlds. So I don't want you all to try to get into my world right now. Like, man, shit, let me see if I can go find me a car that's an asset, Tay. It doesn't work like that yet. You have to get up here first. There's a different game. It's like that. And we're going to talk about this in STB. It's like that with a lot of luxury things. Because it's about supply and demand. Once again, if you drive a car that they make 30,000 cars a year of that car, you are not going to get more for it than you paid. It's just not. It's, it's, it's no scarcity there. There's no uh, you know, low supply and high demand for it. Right? So, it's a little bit different when you're talking about certain cars. Most of your cars, it's a little bit different. Now, if you see on, on my Lambo, they have a little ticker. It's like a little thing and it says one of 800 that means all over the world they only made 800 of these cars now they're gonna be idiots that buy these cars and gonna race them and like crash them so i'm just gonna say about 400 of those are in the graveyard right now because somebody didn't burn them up or something <laughs> right so out of the 800 that were made it was 400 left maybe maybe and there's a lot of rich people y'all don't think there are a lot of rich people there are a lot of rich people who want these cars so that's what makes the value of them go up. It's supply demand. It's the same thing with watches, right? You all always see me with some type of watch on. Rolex makes, you know, a few watches of a certain type. And then that's it. You can't actually, I don't care where you are. This is your homework. If you want to actually see how this thing works, this is your homework, right? No matter what city you're in right now, no matter where you are, go to the mall and go inside a Rolex dealership or I wouldn't call it a dealership, but go inside of a Rolex store. Right. Go inside of a Rolex store and ask them. What are your top selling Rolexes? Because now we're looking for demand. Right. What are your top selling Rolexes? Oh, you know, the Sky Dweller, some, you know, the uh, what's the other one? 
is one of my favorite. The Daytona, the Daytona, you know, yada, yada, yada. Right. Basically, what they'll tell you, they'll tell you these. They say these are the top sellers. And you say, hey, when is the next time you're going to get one? I want to buy it from you. They're going to look at you like you're crazy. And they're going to go, we don't even have watches in here for sale. This is because supply and demand. Right. I'm just trying to teach you just simple supply and demand, simple economics. Right. A lot of people want them, but there aren't a lot made. Price goes up. So if a lot of you are asking, what can I buy that has scarcity or that's probably going to go up in value? This is how you do your homework on that. Right. And like I said, we'll talk more about this in STB this Sunday. But overall, I am doing my best to lead by example. Number one. But number two, just show you all how this thing works. I'm not tied to anything. I'll sell the fucking shoes I got on my feet. My shoes. I, I, I like two things. I like shoes and I like cars. That's like my big stuff. The watches and stuff. These are investment pieces. So if I ever needed to sell them, I could sell them for much more than I bought. Right. It's like buying gold. So. What I'm getting at here is I want to show you by example then none of this shit really matters. If there's an opportunity to control the controllables, then do just that. Control the controllables. So once again, some of you are saying, hey, Tay, I don't have money. I heard you got these plays. I don't have money to get into PayPal. Right? PayPal looks great. I don't have money to get in PayPal. Hey, Tay, man, like, STB sounds so great. I don't have money to get an STB or get to the bag. I don't have money to even buy the stuff that you have in those. I'm going to look at you and I'm going to go, what are you driving? What are you, what are you putting on your shoes? Where do you live? Have a roommate? If no, now, now we got a problem. If you don't have money to invest and I'm not even talking about in me, don't, you know, don't even worry about STB. A lot of people are not ready for STB yet, but if you're not ready to invest, period, period, if you're not ready to invest, but you're living by yourself, you're driving a car that you like, (laughs) something's wrong. Those two things are like big red flags to me. Somebody tells me they're in hardship, but they drive a car that they like. Something's wrong. Yes, I sold the McLaren as well. The McLaren actually went into. Let me look at my um, my list. So McLaren went into Google. I sold the McLaren maybe about seven months ago, eight months ago. Yeah. So I sold the McLaren. Um, that's right. Wants will keep you broke. Facts. Because see, I, I offload shit. What good is leaving cars sitting around for six months to a year? When I got other shit I can be putting that money into and letting that money make me money. So I'm like, what the fuck I need? I can only drive one car at a time, first of all. Second of all, majority of the year, I'm in Puerto Rico. Right? So yeah, I sold the McLaren. I put it in Google Puts. You want to know how much that? Let's let's look at, where do did, where did we get into Google? Anybody in STB, where do we get in when I call Google Puts? What do you remember us getting in at? I want to see, or I want you all to see what we do inside of STB. So I'm sure we have some STB members in here. TC's here, so she's in STB. Um, 
Where do we get in on Google puts back in August, July? Yeah, I think it was August, July, 2021. Where did we get in at Google? And I said, Google's going to fall from here. Average in, of course, you have to average in or scale in. But I said, hey, we're going to get in Google at this point. And as it falls, we're going to make <laughs> we're gonna make a lot of money as it falls. Right. So I want to I want somebody to put it here and let's see if somebody uh, Bobby said, I'm here. I'm here. That's right. I know I got a, I know I got a few SCB people here live with me. So where did we get into to uh, Google? TC says she's looking it up now. So, yeah, we're going to see where we got in at Google. And when somebody puts the number up, I got a, I got a feeling I, I remember where it is, but I want somebody to actually put it here on the screen. Uh, I need a lot of balls to get out to cough up the way you do, fam. I mean, hey, it takes it's a muscle. All of this stuff is muscles. It's a, it's about building an investing muscle. It's about building a um, a non attachment muscle. Right. Because people wonder, like, how can you get rid of such a beautiful car? Good job, family. Family said I made 20K off Shopify today. Great job. I called Shopify. That was one of the plays I called an STB because um, Shopify is too expensive for any other groups. Uh, but, yeah, we made a nice amount of money off of Shopify. Congratulations, family. Made 20K off Shopify today. Um, OK, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we got into Google around 27 50. That's okay. So 2750 is what I'm seeing. 2755. Somebody said 2900. We didn't get into 2900 because I know that's a little high. I called it a little earlier and I wanted to scale in as as it ran up because I knew it would run up. So we'll, let's just say 26 to 2700 is where we got in. Right? Absolutely, Kenny. It's, it's my pleasure. He said, Yes, sir. Thank you forever. It's my pleasure. That's what I'm here for, family. I'm here to make y'all or help y'all make money. You just got to meet me halfway. Come in and study, right? Um, so yeah, Shopify is still turning up. Uh, let me see. Somebody said Shopify turned up for us. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Yeah, Shopify looks good. Um, and it's not done. Um, I I do think we're gonna blow through this right here. We're looking at the fifty m. Actually, I'm on an hour chart. So on the day chart, yeah, Shopify is going to keep more than likely it's going to blow through that resistance at 687. And I think we'll actually I think we'll get back into the channel and we'll go back and retest the 20 EMA on the day chart, which is right now at about eight hundred dollars. So. We get right. How can I get into STB? Um, you can basically. You can click on any link I have on like Instagram or whatnot, book a call with my team and they'll explain everything to you. The reason why you have to book a call with my team, because STB is not cheap, right? You either have to pay 5K to get in as a um, down payment, 5K as a down payment. The total of STB is 25K, right? And some people, I love this one. Some people say, man, 25K, you know what? Paying that shit. <laughs> I'm like, that's fine. Do your thing. Stay over there. Right. The reason why we, we do 25K is because, number one, I pay a huge team. One, to make sure all of this shit looks good Two, to make sure I have. So what I'm doing is building a research team. So not only am I looking up research on all of these companies, but I'm building a research team. I'm building a team of people who are 
basically helping you all to navigate through. So, hey, you need customer service, yada, yada, yada. So that's exactly what that is. I like to employ people. That's exactly what it is. So I think anybody know who Yo Gotti is? Uh, he has a part in a song. I absolutely love it. And he says, um, I wouldn't come to the club to do a show under 50 bands. You taking it personal, but I'm just trying to feed my mans. But you ain't a real nin, so you wouldn't understand. That's bars. He's basically saying, look, I'm charging 50K to come perform at your club. You getting mad taking it personal that I'm charging 50K, but I'm just trying to feed other people. I'm trying to put other people on. Right? I'm just trying to put other people on, create jobs. But you taking it personal. And because you taking it personal, you don't understand because you ain't real. Because you really don't care about helping other people or putting people on or paying people to feed their families. Right. So I absolutely love that that verse in that song. Um, I think the song is called Touchdown. Touchdown it was on one of his mixtapes, I believe. But anyway, um. Y'all know I like my hood alchemy. So <laughs> so I listen to a lot of those songs. It, it hypes me up. But it also is, is real, right? That's right. From Tennessee, baby. That's right. Um, he's from Memphis. I'm from Nashville. But anyway, we did good. So somebody asked me, Tay, you sold the McLaren too? I sold the McLaren. I put that. I think the McLaren went for like 300K. I sold the McLaren. I took the 300K. I put it in puts on Google. Google then uh, we got in it. Let's just say twenty six hundred. We scaled in because you never listen closely for people who are listening right now. When you buy a stock, whether it's going down or up, whenever you buy it, you never go in full position. You never go in full position. What that means is if I say, hey, buy this stock at ten dollars. You buy a little bit now. If it falls, you still have some because you saved. You don't put all of your money into it right there. You say, so we scale in. So anyway, we scaled in from 2600 all the way to 29. Then Google then falls down to about 24 and some change. So I ended up making on the 300K I put in, I think I made like a little over like, I think it was like 380 or something like that. It's close to like 380, almost 400,000. So instead of sitting the fucking McLaren in the garage and letting it sit there, I took the McLaren's money and I made another 400K almost off of that money. This is how it goes. Right? Facts, family. Family says, shit, I paid 45K for college, so 25K <laughs> to actually get some knowledge to get my freedom is worth every bit. Facts. Facts. But people don't see, but that is a that's the mindset. That's a whole mindset change. Right? That see, you have the mindset. You have the mindset um, on July 12th, 2021. You posted in the Telegram group that Google will fall to 2520 and it definitely fell. There you go, family. So thank you, TC, by the way. So that's how it works. You know, I call these plays out. People who follow them, we make money. Right. But then again, people are like, bro, like you charging too much to make me money. Unfucking believable. Right. I, I don't know what to do. I can make you as much money as I want. But I, you know, but when I want to charge you to make you that money so that I can pay other people <laughs> so they can have a job. I'm the bad guy. Right. But I'll be the bad guy. That's what I'm here for. 
right? That's what I'm here for. So, you know, after I pay all my people, I still I still want money to invest too. So I won't be paid for my time. So I invest that money so I can make even more money. That's how this whole thing works. Okay. Uh, 25K is a lot for working people. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, it's a lot for anybody. It's a lot for non-working people. It's a lot for non-working people. So 25K is a lot. It's not a small amount of money. I have as much, I, I could pay 25K as many times as I want and it's still a lot of money for me, right? 25K is a lot of money, period. I get that, which is a good thing. That I actually wanted it to be that way because when you struggle and you, you dying to pay this fucking 25K and you finally get it, once you're in, your ass actually studies. You actually take the shit serious enough to get the results that you come for. I'm telling you, we've done the data. I got the data. I've been doing this long enough now. We have the data. The people who pay less than 5K to get in. As a matter of fact, as the price went up, I noticed the success went up. I'm going to say that again. As the price of STB went up, we noticed the, participate, the participation and the success rate went up as well. Why? Because the more you pay, the more you pay attention. But that's not something people want to hear. And then for my people who throw in the working class thing, like, well, what about the working class? Well, here's two things, right? I don't ever want you all to go out because that's kind of like a you ever went to ever seen anybody go to a fight and then they say wait 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 that's not fair you're not fighting fair right that is a cop out and it's honestly like kind of wimpy <laughs> it's kind of wimpy there is no fair like anything to a fight if you're fighting somebody like there is no fair game like you don't let your guard down and say okay okay come on I think this is fair. Let me give you a fair chance to kick my ass. You see how crazy that sounds? Let me give you a fair chance to kick my ass. It's like, wait a minute. No, I want every fucking advantage to win this fight. If I got to pull your hair, I'm as a man, I'm not afraid if I'm fighting, especially if I don't think I can beat this big motherfucker. If I got to pull this motherfucker's hair and hit him in his goddamn eye, I will. I don't fight fair because I want to win and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to win. Right. So I mentioned that because I never want anybody to approach something and go, that's not fair. What about the working class? Right. Well, here's the thing, family. Things are priced accordingly. Accordingly. So here's how this works. In many cases, not always, y'all hear me out. Cause some of y'all gonna try to cancel me for this. Are oh, we canceling Tay Sweat? Fuck that. This motherfucker, I don't like him. Hear me out when I say this and hear me clearly. Nine times out of ten, if you can't afford certain things, it's not for you yet. So when somebody goes, the working class can't afford that. Okay, great. Well, the working class has not changed their mindset yet enough to get here. 
Because if you get here prematurely, a lot of people, a lot of people who come into SCB prematurely, because we have the data, I have the data. But a lot of people who come into SCB prematurely, they're emotionally too drained to even trade the stock market. I mean, at all. I was going to say profitably, but at all. A lot like a lot of the working class who comes in when I have, you know, I had deals or when STB was cheap because STB was like on a scale where it started cheap. And as I got more results, I took the price up. Right. But a lot of the people who were the working class, they weren't ready. They came in. Guess one of one of the biggest excuses I get. And I hated this shit. Tay, life just got in the way. I just man, I don't know. It's because your ass is working class and not. And hear me out. Not. Working class in the fact of what you make and what you have to do for your job. Your ass is working class up here in the mind. So what happens is you do what regular working class people do, which is you get in traffic. First thing in the morning. You're listening to fucking Steve Harvey morning show. Or some bullshit you shouldn't be listening to. Something that's probably not productive. You take your ass to work. You work eight to plus, you know, eight to ten hours. Some of y'all don't even do that. And that's okay. You work your job. You come home. You watch Netflix. You watch some bullshit. I got to catch my game. I got to catch my episodes of Housewives or whatever the fuck y'all watch. Because I don't even watch TV like that. So I don't even know what's on. But you have a working class mindset. So you you in STB and the motherfucker's churning. It's sitting in the corner. And it ain't doing nothing because guess what? You work in class. You are working class mentally. It has nothing to do about your pockets. It's a mindset game. Because guess what? I too was working class. Mindset and all. I was, I know I know you because I'm you. I know you because I'm you. I've been there. But what do you do when you're working class? You dig that way on out of there. Read them. That's right. Read them books. Right. So when I was working class and I was making less than thirty thousand dollars a year. Right. When I was making thirty thousand dollars a year, I was making I was taking the time I did have. I was reading books. I was reading plenty of books. I started reading books. I then started saving money. I've, we've been here before, but I'm going to go through this again because I think people need to hear it. Right. Actually, we did a podcast. So I did a podcast with Ed, my brother. We we room, we we locked in. We did roommate situation together. He paid six fifty. I paid six fifty. That took care of all of our bills. House. We had like a little uh, town home. We got a town home, three bed, three bath. This is back in the day in Nashville before shit got real crazy. But still, if we had to, we would have done a thousand and a thousand. Thousand and a thousand. That still would have been fine. Two thousand dollars all in. Good. Right. So when I was working class, I was doing things mentally and physically. That was not working class. I wasn't watching TV. I was studying. I was reading books. 
I was taking that extra time I had. If I'm on a highway on my way to work, like the rest of the working class, what was I doing? I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to audio books if I can't read it physically in the physical book. So I took these things and I used my tools to slowly start being able to, one, change my mindset, but two, start saving a little money. Right. That's right. Killing Sacred Cows. Really great book. And that was one of the books I, I did an audio uh, book to it. Right. So as a working class man, I started saving two hundred dollars a month. But hey, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. How the fuck you save two hundred dollars a month? You do what the fuck you got to do, because I don't want to be down in that shitty situation long. So what were some of the things? That's right. This is the blueprint. What were some of the things that I did to cut expenses so I wouldn't I wouldn't live paycheck to paycheck. Number one, the first thing is a fucking budget. How much money are you spending each month, each week on food, on housing, on cars, on whatever? How much are you spending? Collect all of that up and then start looking at what you can cut. Right. See, family, you've been here a long. Celeste's been here for a minute. She know what I'm about to say. That's right. So one of the bills that I saw that I was doing, because I even when I was broke, I was eating healthy. I was like, fuck those excuses, because people, when, you, when they live paycheck to paycheck, they're like, oh, eating healthy is expensive. I'm like, fuck that. I'm eating healthy. Organic. I was still eating all organic. I was still on my shit, even at thirty thousand dollars. Right. That's right. TC reallocate funds is what I was doing. So I put all of my my spending together mostly my food spending so i put all my food spending together and what i noticed is that i was spending 500 dollars a month on food right because i'm a big guy for those of y'all who don't you who don't know you know i'm 230 i'm a big guy i eat a lot i like to eat right so i'm like man 500 a month okay how can I shrink that? So then what I started doing is I started dividing this shit. I said, okay, 500 a month. Hmm. 500 divided by 30, right? And we're going to do it so the math is right. So let me give my, let me pull out my calculator. So this is exactly what I, I said. 500 divided by 30 days in a month, right? On average. I'm like, hmm, that's $16.6, right? TC said, y'all are all tall people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, $16 a day. Hmm. I'm like, do I? Now I'm starting to think, I'm like, shit, do I need to eat every day? I'm like, if if I'm spending $16 a day, I could save that if I don't eat. Right? Facts, family. Quinoa, beans, and a bag of spinach with some salsa. And believe it or not, that was actually my go-to meals or something like that. I used to eat rice and or quinoa, black beans and or split peas. I would make a vegan cheese with potato. So all I do is get potatoes, cashews, a little um, vegetable broth and some uh they call it nooch, nutritional yeast. And I'd blend that together, right? And it makes this amazing creamy cheese. And then I'd take some flour tortillas and I'd put the beans in the split peas or the rice and the split peas in the tortillas 
with a little green. You know, I might throw a little vegetables or something in there, some greens or something, some salsa and some of that cheese that I made. That was like my daily. And then sometimes and once I start getting a little bit more money, I buy a green powder or some supplements, just you know, a little something, not a lot of supplements, but a little something. And I throw I put that in some water or some juice. That was like my day to day like meal. Literally, I was eating beans, rice on a burrito with some salsa and some vegan cheese. That was the, that was my go to. That was literally my go to. And I could load up on rice for less than twenty dollars. Uh, I think I was doing twenty dollars every two weeks. So that's forty dollars a month. But we we go. Let's finish this budget. Sixteen dollars a day. Right. TC said that sounds good. Actually. Yeah, it was really good. And I enjoyed every day. Every day I ate it. I enjoyed it every day. Right. Every day I enjoyed it. So sixteen dollars a day is what I'm eating on. I'm like, damn, how can I save some of that money? I tried fasting and I was like, hmm, let's see if fasting will help cut into that budget. So I fast. I, it started with once a week, 24 hours. Just don't eat nothing. If I can do that, then I instantly gain about sixty four dollars a month back because I'm not. That's, that's four days. I'm not spending sixteen dollars a day. I, I pulled sixty dollars back a month, sixty dollars a month now that I can save. Right. Well, I started getting good with this fasting and I'm thinking, hmm, I really don't have to eat that much. I really don't have to eat that much in a week. So now I add two additional fasting days. I didn't eat on Mondays. I didn't eat on Wednesdays. I did not eat on Fridays and Saturday and Sunday. I enjoyed myself. Right. So now I got three days a week that I don't have to spend sixteen dollars a day. Watch how this shit add up That's three a week. I don't have to spend sixteen dollars a day, which gets us roughly. What's that? Forty right around forty six dollars. Right. Forty eight. Forty eight dollars. So. Forty eight dollars a week. Is what I'm saving by fasting once every other day. 24 hours. I don't eat Monday. I don't eat Wednesday. I don't eat Friday. I'm saving almost $50, which leads up to right around $200 a month. I was saving $200 a month, which means at the end of the year, I was banking about $2,400 a month. Or excuse me, $2,400 a year saved just by fasting. Now, that then goes on the other side of things. Majority of America is too fucking overweight. We we hold on to too much weight. So by fasting every other day, not only do you do well by your financial wellness, but you do well by your actual health and wellness physically. So by you fasting, now you start burning through fat because guess what happens when you don't eat? Your body starts to tap into the fat called stored fat. Or what some of you all may call it jiggly fat because it's subcutaneous fat. And I ain't going to get too deep into my vegan training ways. But you have fat that is there just in case you have not had any meals. So it's stored food. You know how a hamster stores food in his cheeks? We store food in our fucking bellies. <laughs> right? Essentially. So you winning. That's right, TC. You just winning. You winning on the health side. 
Fasting also makes your skin clear up. Look how look how clean my skin is. Right? Some people think I put on makeup before I get on these lives. I don't put on makeup. This is clean skin, baby. This comes from fasting. I'm actually fasted right now. I have not eaten in over t- almost 24 hours now. This is clean skin, baby. So, of course, once I got to the point where I could fast without, you know, basically without any issues, meaning like being hungry, because now I don't even think about food. Right. So I fast. And then when I want to eat, I eat. When I got time to actually sit down and enjoy my food, I do. But this is something that help on both ends. Right. Family said, I love fasting. I love that. That's because it's good for you. It's good for you. Right. And that's right. While you fasting, you might as well pray. So now you went on all three areas. You get more time because guess what? Most of y'all. So look, hear me out. Hear me out with this one. How do you come off a fast? Super simple. Super simple. Just start with light, light foods, light, light foods. So vegetables, fruit, actually fruit, water based fruit is the best. Pineapple, strawberries, blueberries. Those are really good to come off a fast. Really good. Once you come off a fast with those, I usually don't say juices because you can do juices, but a lot of times people go straight to like apple juice or something. It's too many, too much sugar and it spikes the hell out of your insulin. But secondly, I don't do juices simply because if you drink juices after you break your fast, you get the runs, right? You'd be on that toilet for a minute, but green juice is fine. If that's what you want to do, I like the fruits, right? Get you, get you some good fruits. So it has the fiber in it. You got a little sugar with that fiber, but the berries aren't too high in sugar, right? So, so something else is going on here, right? Something else is going on here. We spend $16 a day because we're working class. I don't have the money, Tay. I'm working class. Okay, cool. Well, what we're going to do is start cutting expenses like food expenses. So I've already found you another $200 a month. Right. And this is what actually this was my plan, actually. But a lot of y'all are probably spending more than five hundred dollars a month on food. I can guarantee it. Um, But anyway, I found you another two hundred dollars a month. For food. Then you say, Tay, I'm working class. I ain't got a lot of time. I ain't got a lot of time, Tay. I got kids. I got this. I got that. That, 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 that. Okay, cool. Well, now we're going to take inventory of your time. How much time does it take you to actually eat a meal from complete start to finish? How much time on average? The consensus says at least an hour per meal. Right. At least an hour per meal. So what that means is, guess what? You got to prepare or find out what you want to eat first. You got to prepare it. If you're not, if you're eating out, you got to go get it. If not, you're spending more money to get it. Right? I spent over $300 on McDonald's when I was unemployed years ago. I feel you. Facts. Right? I already know how it works. We, I know the average consumer, the average person is spending way more than $500 a month on food. I know that. I've worked with too many people over my life, over my lifetime. So the average person spends more than five hundred dollars a month. So I just showed you how to say how to save at least two hundred of that five hundred. Right. But anyway. If you're eating two to three meals a day, 
that take you at least an hour per meal. And you ain't got a lot of time to study or read or better yourself. Then guess what? Fasting also just bought you an extra two hours. Three days a week, especially if you follow my plan, eat every other day. That's two hours a day. You just saved yourself. If you eat twice a day, you just saved yourself two hours, three times. We have six hours a week. That's 24 hours a month. That is a fucking part time job. Pretty much. It's a part time job. I just saved you in hours. So if you read 24 hours a month, if you watch these live chats, if you watch the IGTVs, if you go through my YouTube, if you go through fucking uh, listening to the podcast, you got 24 hours to do that a month. I'm telling you, control the control. That's why I'm so pissed at people when they talk shit and they complain to me. And I'm like, I can make your life easier by just simply taking a few things away. Just a few tweaks. Just a few. I can get you some time back. I can get you some money back. I can get your health back. Just a few few tweaks. Doesn't take a lot. So, yeah. This is this is exactly how we do things here, right? Um, let's start next Wednesday. Perfect time to start learning how to fast. There you go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Do you drink anything besides water while fasting? Uh, so I actually haven't had any water today. Um, I have one just in case I start coughing on camera, but I haven't drinking this. This hasn't been open yet. Um, so I dry fast. But, but, but when you fast, especially for you all, y'all can't jump into dry fasting. I've been doing, I've been fasting and, you know, doing these fasts. Uh, shit for like almost 20 years I've been doing this a long time Um, So I'm, I'm an OG But for most of y'all yeah just water Just drink water don't go too long Just you know 24 hours Eat 24 hours Eat 24 hours Eat it's, it's a simple Plan Every other day Eat And guess what When people say well Tay what do I do What if I get hungry a lot of times you're not hungry, you're bored. You're bored. Famous said, I just bought your OG book. Oh, you bought one of my books off of Amazon. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, yeah, a lot of a couple of my books are still on Amazon from when I was a vegan trainer. And one of them is uh, talking about ketosis and how to fast as a vegan. So, yes, um, I hope you enjoy the book. But, yeah, a lot of you go, hey, like. What do I do if I get hungry? You're not hungry a lot of times. You're bored. So now we're going to fast you because you're bored. And because you're bored and now want to eat, one of the ways we're going to stop you from eating to occupy the time, you're going to fucking read and do some self-development. You see how this shit just it's crazy now, right? So now I've taken you out. Of that world that in which we call the average working person, right? Working people can't afford this. No, working people don't want to change their fucking ways. That's what that is. Because I just gave you a blueprint. Now, and don't get me wrong. I, I simplified it and made it a little more easier than it sounds like. Or, or, or a little easier than it actually is. But let me tell you something. 
if you really want this shit, it's possible. I've been there. You have something for diabetics. You just have to be a little bit more careful. Work with you're gonna have to work with a professional though. Especially, are you type two or type one though? Because if you're type two, you can fast. You can do what you want. It doesn't really affect type two diabetes. You good and don't and look. Don't quote me. I'm not a doctor, but I had type two diabetes and actually fasting helped me get rid of them. So type two diabetes ain't shit as far as I'm concerned. Um, I had type two diabetes. I knocked that shit out, and fasting was one of the ways I did that. Okay, but yeah, y'all can go watch my old YouTube videos. I talk about all of this stuff, right? All of this stuff, right? Um, let's see. Yes, you're not hungry. You're definitely bored. I tell my son that all the time. Facts, right? Okay, Brandy. So you got type two diabetes. You good, baby? You good? You good? Now, once again, I'm not telling you go out there and do a long fast and you know you start. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. But just start light. Start with 12 hours. See how you feel. Right? Start with 20 hours after that. Or, or go to 20 hours after that. And then you can move to 24. But let me tell you something. A type 2 diabetic on 24 hours, you good. <laughs> I, I did it. I did it. I'll say that. Right? And there are plenty, plenty of places you can go where they're talking about. Read. I'll give you a book to read. Let's read some books. My working class people. Right? Let's read some books. You want to know about fasting? There's a book called The Complete Guide to Fasting by Dr. Jason Fung. It's a really good book. Explains all of that. Right. Then for my type two diabetics or people who have even close to something like type two diabetes, there's a book called Obesity Code. The Obesity Code. That one's also by Dr. Jason Fung. Go read that. It will break down everything that goes on with the body while you're fasting and how to do it with type 2 diabetes. Right? Tell you what you're doing, man. I appreciate all your text alerts. Of course, family. I got y'all. I told you that's what I'm here for. Right? What does fasting do for the body? Many things, but it's not a fasting podcast or a fasting. We talk about money today and, you know, I don't want to get too deep into that. But fasting is really good for the body. Really good for the body. Uh, family said, yeah, I was pre-diabetic and got rid of it by fasting. There we go. I love it. Congratulations, family. They want us to think that we would die if we fast. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But but look at it. Look at look at fasting. Why is it in all of them religions if we're not supposed to be doing it? Right. I always tell people, just look back. If somebody say, oh, you can't do that. I was like, well, what the fuck would they do? Like when people are like, oh, I'm on birth control. I'm like, why? So I don't have kids. What the fuck were people doing 10,000 years ago before birth control got here? Do that. If you don't want birth control, do that. <laughs> do that. And I'm not I'm not attacking anybody who's on birth control. I'm just saying everything we have now. There was something being done. Before now, before modern day. So just so just look back. What were they doing? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I see people. Oh, you know, I, I need this for birth. I need that for birth while I'm having a child. I need this. I need that. It's like, oh, shit. They didn't have that 100 years ago. How did they have kids 100 years ago? I'm just saying these are little things that I used to go through with like exes of mine and I would always give them that same thing like what did they do before we had birth control pills right but anyway that's neither here nor there <laughs> can we get a World War 3 play 
or have you talked about the sentiment of the market in regards to what's going on? So believe it or not, what what history shows us that I'm, I'm going to give you all this. What history shows us is that the war or, or the news leading up to the war is usually what crashes the market or pushes the market down. But once the invasion happens, once the invasion happens, history shows us that the invasion is what you buy and then the stock market usually rallies and guess what we've been seeing that i'm looking at one of my plays right now shopify is too late to buy it so don't you all go in there and buy shopify it's too late we caught it at a very low level very low level i'll actually show you i'll actually show you um let's see Now, I'm not going to do too much showing you because I don't want to mess up my podcast, too. Right. Because I got to I got to be mindful of that. But those of you all who are live with me, I'm going to show you something. Right. So let's come on back here. Boom. All right. Look at this. Look at this. So this is where I told this. These two yellow lines were buy in entries. Everybody who rocks with me in STB or whatever else, they know about the whole scale in method. That's how you buy stocks. You don't buy them all at once. You scale in. Well, my yellow lines are where I told people to buy. And I've been telling people to buy since we were up here. Right. I knew it was coming down here. I said, hey, it's going to hit these levels and we're going to bounce. It hit here. You buy it. It's it goes down a little bit more and hit my next level. You scale in and then boom. It blew up. Everybody who bought Shopify is now profitable, profitable. All right. So this is how the game goes. Right. This is how the game goes. And this is how we play the game. Right. There's ways to play it fast. There's ways to play it slow. So on this rent Friday, I just want you all to know I need you to know what's going on. If you're going to come play this game with me, I need you to study. I need you to be aware. I need you to actually take some accountability I won't do my part. I'm going to study my ass off and make sure y'all good. But I need y'all to I need y'all to be showing up. Another data point that we've been getting that my team has been coming up with. Another data point is a lot of people come in to STB. They go straight to the Telegram group where I actually give the calls. Right. <laughs> this pisses me off. And then we go look up how much studying they've done. Anybody want to guess? Anybody want to guess to what the study, how much percentage of the course where you have to go study the videos, how much you think they go through? Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I'm going to just wait and see what somebody says, because I'm sure nobody's going to guess it. Wink, wink. <laughs> right. Somebody said 25 percent. Not even. We're talking 5%, 10%, maybe 15%. I've seen some 0%. I've seen people literally come into the STB Telegram group where I give the stock alerts and then just not log into the educational port uh, portal. And they're like, Tay, I'm losing. It's your fault. And I'm like, uh, no, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And you're trying to play my strategy and you don't even know it's a strategy. You don't even know it's a strategy because you haven't studied. So not only do you not know it's a strategy, you don't even know that it's my strategy. And that's what I'm calling these plays based on my strategy. It's crazy. It's crazy. 
What's up, Jay? See, Jay, she's she's in STB, so she knows what I'm talking about. She knows what I'm talking about. But it's sad. It's sad. This is what I get. That's right, 3%, 0%. I get it a lot. That a lot of people want the quick fix. So they go straight to the they go straight to the damn telegram group and then wonder why they can't make any money. Can't make any money. So this is what we have to deal with, family. And this is why I say yes. I price it at 25k so that when you come in, I need you to be so I need you to be so broken down like, damn, I just paid 25k for this shit. Let me actually go study. Let me actually go and look at what I just paid for. Otherwise, you're paying 25k for alerts, for stock alerts. That's not what this is about. The 25k is for you to get the education, is for you to actually show up when I go live and teach live. Every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Right. That, my friends, is why you pay the money. Right. So. Somebody said, hey, you got to play for us. You got to play for us. Let me see something. So I don't I don't I'm not a big fan of trading for y'all because most of y'all are not ready to trade short term. So I'm gonna give y'all like a longer term play, like a year out, year or two. Okay. Year or two out. I'm I'm gonna give you something. I got something for you. Now I'm gonna give you all something that has the potential to grow really fast. Really fast. So when it when it hits my area, it can move like a hundred dollars at a time. One hundred, three hundred, six hundred. I'm gonna give you something that moves fast. But when a stock has the ability to move fast up, it also has the ability to move fast down. So just make sure you pay attention to what I'm finna tell you. Sam S-A-M I do think this is a good one Sam is a good one Buy it between the numbers of 319 Start buying at 319 Get a little bit Shares Just get shares Because 319 For two years out It's going to be like a $15,000 option contract Do not buy options It's going to take time But over the next year I see Sam bouncing from 319 to roughly $800. I do think it'll get back up to seven, $800. As a matter of fact, it's going to end up making an all-time high of about $1,400, $1,500 over the next few years. So I think Sam's going to be a good one. But are you going to get rich off of this if you put in two shares? No, that's not how we do it. We get we get into some positions. It makes us a, a, a decent amount of money. Six grand, five grand, three grand. We take the three grand, we rinse and repeat. We go buy the next thing. Okay, great. Three grand makes us nine grand. Great. We take nine grand. We put the nine grand in. Nine grand makes us 20K. Great. 20K makes us 60. 60 makes us 120. This is how we play the game, family. So Sam, S-A-M. This is Samuel Samuel Adams. Um, It's a really good company. This company is going to bounce back. It's only down so fucking much because, of course, everybody had to sit in the house. We couldn't go outside, right? So because of that, Guess what? You can't go to the bar. You can't go to uh, concerts. You can't go to sporting events. And where the fuck would you buy Samuel Adams products like the seltzers that they have and the other beers that they have? Where do you buy those? Hmm. I wonder at the fucking venues, right? Concerts, the bars, the basketball games, you, those places that you couldn't go to. They got hit, right? They got hit. So they took a lot of hit during COVID. All of this shit did, right? 
A lot of you all know I'm a fucking fan of Beyond. Beyond got hit. Why? Because COVID. The numbers are shit because of COVID. People are not going out and buying Beyond. People are not going. They're not going to the restaurants where Beyond burgers were being sold because nobody's going in there because you couldn't. So 2020 was a struggle for a lot of these consumer products. So Samuel Adams is one of them. But these are solid companies fundamentally. Right. When I say fundamentally, I'm not talking about balance sheets and things like that. I'm talking about just the actual business as a whole, the moat that they have around the business. These are solid fucking businesses. Right. So Samuel Adams is going to be a good one. If you want to buy option contracts, just make sure you got twenty thousand dollars or more. If you have twenty thousand dollars or more, you should have your ass in stv but that's neither here nor there there's your free play if you want to make a million dollars off that free play whatever right be my guest just know i like my credit <laughs> all right so in a year you can call me back and say tay i held that damn samuel adams and that thing ran just like you said it would in two years tay i kept holding that samuel adams and it did even more I, that shit went to six hundred dollars thank you tay when we opened back up and we were able to go back outside these companies you were talking about tay fuck all of the venues were opening them back up and then we could start getting more beyond burgers and more samuel adams and whatever else thank you tay You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm here to help. How many shares of Sam did you suggest? As many as you want, right? There is no suggestion. Um, this is a that's another that's a great question. Why is that a great question? Because that's one of the reasons why I say study. Why and why I say y'all need to come in so you can study. Because for you to ask me how many shares should I buy, that is a lack of knowledge question. It's a lack lack of knowledge question. So to get into that, and I'll, I'll talk about it. So to get into that, how many shares should you buy? Well, if you got $10,000 and this is a $300 stock, you can buy between 319 all the way down to 289, right? That's the range. So buy 319, a partial position. If it falls down to 289, you load the rest of your position there. So if you got 10K, you put 4K into three at 319, at the area of 319. If it continues to fall, you put the remainder of your 10K that you wanted to put into that right there and then it rises on up right be patient what's up with xbox xbox didn't do what we needed to do man it sucks that was one of my every year i do a speculative play a play that we're like man we're just gonna get in it's a shit company but it looks it looks like it could pop right kind of like a gme like we took advantage of amc we took advantage of i played gme we took advantage of uh what's another play that we did uavs once a year at least once a year I go into a play that's just absolutely shit, but has the opportunity to pop. Unfortunately, when you do plays like that, sometimes it's not just it's just not going to move. Right. It's just not going to move. Um, no, x is not good to get in. They test they test for COVID at airports. I was expecting that as we started going back outside that they were going to say, hey, everybody need to go get tested at x before you get on this fucking plane. And if x gives you a positive or a negative COVID test, then you can get on a plane. Right. If that was the way to move, Xbox was going to be. But once again, that's speculative. Right. They didn't have a moat. They didn't have really anything going on other than them just being in the airport and them being in the way. Right. So Xbox was going to be it was a speculative play. And every now and then I put some money in speculative plays because I like to see shit just blow up through the ceiling. Right. Um, Moderna. Moderna was one of my speculative plays. I was in Moderna at ten dollars. 
and it blew up to like 90 something and I got the hell out of there. But it's a speculative play. All right. So then you have some solid plays. Hey, this company looks good. It's got good institutional ownership, yada, yada, yada. We can buy it because it just looks good. That's a difference. OK, that's a difference. I'll tell you a part of the new small account challenge. I got one option of beyond one year out, one option of uh, the G stock that was available. Will you let us know when to get out? Yes. Yes, I will. Only had 2K to play with. Yes, I will let y'all know when it's a good times to get out. And I will give you options, right? I will give you options to get out. So I won't just say, hey, sell it. Hey, sell it. I need you all to make your own determination of when you want to get out. But I'll give you like educational reasons of why maybe you should get out or stay in. So, for example, like today, um, Zoom was one of our plays. Square was one of our plays. I told y'all, y'all buy Square when it hits $83. It hit $83.93 yesterday. And then, boom, it blew up from $83.93 back up to $117. Great profit. And what did I put in the small account challenge? And actually in STB, I put in a group. I said, hey, for those of y'all who wanted short-term profits, feel free to sell now. But most of y'all should have one to two year option contracts or shares, which will allow you to hold this longer. So if you want to actually ride this out longer, then don't sell and ride it out longer. Right? Yeah. Ain't that how your boy do it? This is what we do. This is what we do. So them said, damn, you calling plays out like that? Yes. Before before they even hit the spot, I can tell you where it's going. You just got to come in and listen to me, baby. That's it. You just got to listen to me. I told y'all Zoom was going under 120. What did it do? And I called this when Zoom was at 165. I said, hey, and it, it's not always like spot on to where because sometimes you have zones, right? And sometimes it'll blow through a zone. So it's not always where it's like, OK, this is like the perfect place. But when the worst the place where stocks are now. As it's falling, so when I call Zoom at like 160, I was like, is that 160? It's going to about 118. Y'all can buy it there. It it bounced right off 118 and it shot back up to 130, right? So there's ways to call these plays. Um, we did that with Square. We did that with Shopify. Like I said, I told y'all to buy Shopify at a good range and I showed y'all that. Sam, I just gave y'all a, I just gave y'all a free one. We're doing that with Sam. Sam is sitting currently at 382. But Sam will fall to 319 and it will fall as low as 289. That's why I say you have to scale in. But if it falls to 319, that is a green light to start buying. You can buy a few there. If it continues to fall, buy a few more when it hits about 289, 290. Right. This is how we play the game. This is how we play the game. Uh, what's up with Zoom? Zoom's still doing great. They made good money last year. Zoom is still great uh, fundamentally. I like Zoom. People talking shit about Kathy Wood, but I think Zoom's gonna be great. It's gonna take. Now, here's what people don't understand: with Kathy, she's trading for a five-year window. So when she buys shit now, it's not gonna pop tomorrow. It's not gonna pop next in six months, right? It's not gonna pop, and that's an unfortunate thing. We got a lot of retail investors that don't know what the fuck the stock market looks like, so now they're trying to. You're trying to play it the way you could have played it in 2020, but that's not the real market. Welcome to the real market. 
Welcome to the real market. So this is the real market. So Zoom is going to take anywhere between three to five years to actually start popping back off. But it will pop back off. And historically, I'm going to say this and I'm going to drop the bag. This is my bag drop before I leave. Historically, not including not just from what I'm saying, but there is a mentor that I have that also Jim Cramer has is this is a mentor of his and someone who he looks up and someone someone he looks up to and someone also who he learned from that is also someone i learned from anybody know who jim kramer is mad money jim kramer just just curious anyway there is someone who he mentored uh was mentored by which is someone who I also learned from, right? This is not the billionaire who I actually learned majority of stuff from, but this is someone who I also took and, you know, got some further education from. His name is Larry Williams. Larry Williams. He's not cheap. I see somebody writing it down. Let me write that down. He's not cheap. Right. When you get into this world and he's been trading for over 60 years. Right. So when you get into this world and this is actually this is one of the guys who actually makes he makes indicators. He makes indicators. I'll say that again. So he has like a Williams like RSI like this is not no little boy. So y'all can write it down. He doesn't have any books. He didn't have any books. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but this is this is Larry. Right. Famously, yeah. Larry is amazing. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, who is the billionaire? Charlie Martin is the billionaire. Um, he was with a big ass healthcare company when I well, he was retired from the healthcare company. But when I started, when I was working with him, um, he I mean, stupid money. It's crazy. But anyway, that's my time for the day, right? A lot of y'all think all billionaires are like famous people. So y'all like, what's the billionaire's name? Like y'all gonna know who it is. <laughs> I think that's funny. But uh, but yeah, like not all billionaires are like famous, like Elon Musk, right? Like, no, there's a lot of billionaires that are just under the fucking table, under the radar, right? I just don't know about them. Motherfucker can walk past you today and you're like, fuck. That is like a regular dude. No, he's a billionaire. Um, there's actually a few of them that I walk by daily, right? I'm around billionaires daily um, because of where I live. But um, but not all billionaires are famous. Like you won't know all of them because a lot of them like to remain low key. Um, when I hit a billion, you won't know it. You won't know it. Uh, I'll just slowly walk. <laughs> I'll just slowly walk this way. All right. <laughs> but anyway, love y'all. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. And I'll see you on the next one. If you have any questions, once again, if you got any questions, go to the podcast and leave a five star review. And in that review, leave your question for me or your topic and I will get to you. Other than that, 
I'm out. Peace.